Here I am, Coco, an old friend, here with members from the Coco Collective community. Each week, we inspire you to get back on to Blueprint through our experiences and journey living from a higher vibration and consciousness. Because ultimately, we are spiritual beings having a human experience. This is your vibrational experience. We finally got a moment to sit down and be here with all of you. Hi, Scott. Good morning. Well, the nudge has been coming for days and days and days. It has just been, woo, with with my work, with uh, Scott's layers that he's going through. Just so much is happening. And I think we should start right away and talk about the magazine. It's out. It's out in the world. It's out in density. It is, yeah. And it, um, it looks fantastic. It smells even better. <laughs> um. It's a running joke with everybody. I'm like crack it open hear the 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 so binding and smell the pages <laughs> so no it's great it's great to finally, finally get, have it out finally have it out and we have that touch point for people as another way to access information and just be available to the world at large yeah so let's just give the cliff notes on the magazine Anybody can write for the magazine. If you have a copy, uh, go all the way to the back and you can see the information to send in submissions, you know, pictures, um, you know, anything that you have inside of you, just send it in because it goes out four times a year. We're just working on um, closing out spring here in the next few uh, weeks. It's we're not doing it linearly. You know, we're not doing it fall, spring, summer, winter, but just for egoic purposes. So you can understand we'll say spring because that's the roundabout time that it's coming out. Um, the magazine is really just coded for that information for you to just like really feel, you know, the words. And I know everybody's been saying how it's been hitting them, how they've been feeling the words, the photography and we are going to be live on Amazon next week. So you can order your copy on Amazon if you don't want to come through the website. Yeah, and they can come through the website though, can't they? Yeah, and you can come through the website, cococollectiveco.com. Oh, and here's a code for you. You guys can use 20% <laughs> Ew. To, to pay an extra 20% for the magazine. <laughs> no discounts. No discounts for anyone. Family doesn't get discount rates. <laughs> We're not in 3D anymore, Scott. Hello, kick your heels. I know that's why they're not getting discounts. They're paying more. <laughs> so I really, really um, empower everyone who's listening to get themselves a copy. If you haven't got a copy, like, what are you waiting for? If you listen to this podcast and you don't have a copy of the magazine, I mean, it just goes hand in hand. So it's really important to get this out to the world. You know, it's the the codes of the magazine that really are going to impact, you know, that random person you don't even know because the words hold the feeling. So it's really important to be better together to get it out. And it's really interesting witnessing people like randoms who just like don't even know anything about our world and they get the magazine and they're like, whoa this is unreal or this is heavy or the paper. So it's definitely not the magazine that people expect in their mind and how they, they expect it to be. And I just want to throw out there, like there's so many creative uh, minds out there. So many people, so many hidden talents, so many people who, who want to write 
um, like stories, poems, whatever, drawings, drawings. you know, anything. There's so many of you guys out there that are just so afraid to submit. Yes. We like illustrators, yeah, like drawings. It's it's, submit it. Yeah. Because like that's your wound work. Yeah, because we're not we're not judging you because we understand the feeling and the intent behind it. Yeah. And together we're better. You know, this is this is that magazine out in density. You know, for for yourself back in the day, you know, if you're somebody that's doing doing the work, you know, imagine how this would have impacted you say a year ago, two years ago, three years ago to this like land in your world, you know, it would have altered you. So imagine what this is going to do for other people, even if they don't quite understand our solar system language, even if they don't understand exactly what the fuck we're talking about, they're going to feel it. They are. There's going to be some article, some picture, something in that magazine that is going to turn a light switch on, whether it be instantly or whether it be down the road when they pick pick it back up again. So I really, really, really want to enforce that. I'm going to be talking about the magazine a lot because I just feel that it's such a vehicle, you know, in such a, a dense world right now. It's that bright light. So this morning's podcast is not brought to you by coffee. It's brought to you by the Soul Edit it magazine. Make, yes. <laughs> do, so do, 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 do. First official sponsored content. <laughs> All right, let's get on to the meat and potatoes. Okay, so we are in an intense, intense, intense energy. Um, I don't know how they're kind of showing it to me as a train. You know, we are full steam ahead, moving all the way into 2022. And the last few weeks, people have really, really, really started to feel it. We are in that choice month of that choice year. And, you know, as somebody had said in session to me the other day, it's day 75 of November. You know, so much is coming at us like something wicked. Well, if you think we were joking about things ramping up, (laughs) things have literally been ramping up. Yes. That's, I mean, just look out even... In the world. In the world, and you can see the intensity, how everything has just been getting more and more panic-stricken, more fear-orientated... It's just one thing to the next, you guys. It's so, just, it's one, it's one fear tactic to the next fear tactic to the next fear tactic. The game is literally lost. The game is literally falling apart. And if you are keep lying to yourself about where you think things are going to go back to the way they used to be, you're in for a rude fucking awakening. So the choice points are at you right now and they're hitting everybody's body like something wicked so we're gonna start there we were talking just me and scott just before we got on and i was like you know it's hitting the whole top of the head okay so the throat um the congestion you know the headaches the the whole thing because really it's 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 that water balloon and so many people have asked me what that means well imagine that like it's like a a the version of you is standing, you know, quote unquote, in the hologram or in in quantum and standing there and throwing that water balloon at your head, trying to wake you up. Okay. So that water balloon is hitting points of your head right now, your whole upper um, body system. It's hitting you. And what are the lies you're telling yourself? What are the lies that you're telling yourself? Because you're being asked to say yes to you, But majority of you are telling lies to yourself. And the lies come from, I can't, this is hard, I'm, I'm, I I can't do it, I need to like cling a little bit harder, 
really a large majority of people right now are learning from fucking pain. They're learning from pain. They're clinging to the old 3D jobs. They're clinging to the relationships. They're cling, 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 cling to everything because they cannot get out of external thinking. They are still looking at everything as cause and effect and they cannot trust themselves enough or surrender on that ledge to finally let go. So it is brutal. I'm just going to call it right now. It's brutal for many people right now because the intensity of it just feels so wow, 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 wow. And then the fear within people's self that they can't do this, that, they're, that, they, that things are never going to change, that this is life forever. We're really noticing how you had said the victim to it all. Well, they are holding on to the old with one hand, holding on to the new with the other hand, and being torn in the middle. Exactly. That's the simplest way to do it because they're not willing to let go of either side. And that pain that they're causing is literally the pain they're causing themselves because they either need to let go of what they know is old, the old job, the old partners, the old place of living, the old train of thoughts, or they need to just accept the fact that maybe they're not ready right now for the new Mm -hmm. and let go of the new and just be like, okay, I'll try and come back around to this later when I'm actually ready to commit. Yeah. And we're seeing that left and right. And honestly, even in our solar system, we're pushing for that because we cannot um, support and keep putting our outfit for the people who are doing the splits in the middle anymore. We just can't. And it's like, you know, we are being asked to be, you know, those first people to set the groundwork of a new city. And, you know, if you're the first groundwork of that new city, it, it's life-changing, right? If you're the ones, the settlers that come in, you know, years or months later, you're not going to have the same experience as the first settlers in so many different ways. So it's like right now, it's like you are being called so deep inside of you right now. You know, I heard this thing the other day and I loved it so much. Your consciousness is disturbing you, is causing a, a reaction inside of you. You think it's still externally. Like, take that one in. I think that's so big. It's like when we have that fight in the middle that's happening that you're just talking about, Scott, people naturally later away go to, well, it's external. It's external. It's external. But people are starting to wake up and realize that it's actually internally, that you are fighting yourself. There's a whole, like I call magic stick inside of you that is just shaking you left and right, being like, hello, 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 hello. Just say yes to you. And here's the thing, you guys need to make a choice. Every single one of you this month needs to make a choice and what choice is being presented to you. And here's the thing, you have to choose. You have to make a choice and give yourself that clarity around that choice. Well, not making a choice, and we've said this before, is still making a choice. Yes. You're still choosing. Yes. You're just allowing yourself to be a victim of the choice. Mm-hmm. You're allowing outside forces to direct and dictate your life rather than being in control and taking control. It's back to like that NPC, PC analogy we always use all the time. An NPC is not responsible for their life. I mean, you guys have heard of the Sims game where you kind of direct people around and they are doing things and they're they're not responsible for their choices because the player, the PC, is directing them, is guiding them, is really making all mm-hmm. their choices. They own the NPCs in the Sims only know what they know. Mm-hmm. 
And if you've played Sims, you know they don't know nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so we can't fall victim to that mentality of like, well, I don't get to make... Someone else is making these choices. You know, Coco has said that the energy is really, really intense. You know, it's fucking... Was it Mercury in retrograde? No, it's... No, no, no. But I mean, like, remember when it was like Mercury in retrograde? Oh, yeah, and everyone back, was like, yeah. oh my God, it's... You know, that's the reason why I'm having such a bad week yeah. is because Mars is, is in fucking behind Pluto. <laughs> it's like, no. no like maybe it's sometimes, not. maybe it's just because you're just making dumbass fucking decisions. Well, maybe it's because you're in human versus light. Yeah. Maybe it's because you're not listening to your light. And everybody asks us this, Scott, all the time because people, for some reason, you know, still think that we're, we're blowing smoke out of our ass sometimes. But it's like, you know, you and I specifically, I had said it the other day to somebody and I said, you know, the only thing that you have to do, literally, it's this fucking easy. If people were asking us to give them a guidebook, this is, this is the guidebook. Page you one. Make a ch- page one. You make a choice. And that choice is to choose yourself. Okay? Number one. That's the first thing that you do is you say yes to you. And when you say yes to you, that means that you literally let everything fucking fall away that's crumbling. As scary as that is, you let it fucking fall away. And then you just continue to say yes to you. Every single second of every single day, every time a test presents itself or every time something happens, you continue to say yes. And then the second thing that you do, page two, is you don't make a single fucking decision from fear. Because fear is human. And if Scott and I were to give you the guidebook of how we quote unquote got to this moment right now, that is it. Literally, that is it. We stood at that cliff on February 20th of 2019 and said, yes, me specifically. And now you and your journey, you're going through your layers and saying yes to you. Is we stand on the cliff and I'm like, I can't do this anymore. I can't fucking do this anymore. What am I even doing? There's a call inside of me and I clung. I clung for three fucking years. So we're not talking about anything we don't understand. But we could use us as an example until the cows come home, but it won't register until you experience it yourself. So maybe you need that cling for three years. Maybe you need that pain like it's something wicked for you. Whatever you need, you got to do. But we're telling you from a higher perspective and as a path well paved and well walked that all you got to do is say yes to you. And then the how unfolds massively. And what we've been seeing in the last few months and especially the last few weeks, I mean, even last night, somebody came and had a quote unquote nine one one session because they had something happen in their life. And they're like, I'm just coming and getting a quick body support. And after I was talking to him and he was like, yeah, if I wouldn't have come and worked on my body today, then I, my tree would have came back and Monday and I would have been like, you know, starting quote unquote from that square again. He's like, why would I do that? You know, and that is saying yes to you. The dedicate, the people that are dedicated are already seeing their holographic technology inside of them. Things are starting to come out. The how is starting to show. And these are people who started quote unquote a year ago and are exactly where a lot of people are right now, they couldn't even have imagined what they're experiencing now, but they had to start back then and just simply say yes. Got to lean in. Lean in. You got to lean in. You got to learn to flex those muscles. You got to learn to trust yourself. A lot of what I have heard in conversations with people is that's what they need to learn to do. Mm-hmm. 
you need to almost like, if I could use an example, is like move yourself into the middle of buttfuck nowhere, into the woods, and be like, you know what? I can survive. I can create a shelter. I can create fire. I can find food, and I will be okay. Mm-hmm. But you can do that in like whatever location you kind well, of it's, are. We had somebody yesterday drive here from Saskatchewan and she was like, that, that's exactly the analogy that you're using. She's like, I made the choice to say yes to me. Everybody around me is, was picking at me being like, why are you driving to Kelowna in the winter? That's a long journey. Why are you leaving your husband to go on, the, on this quote unquote trip? Uh, this is weird. You know, so, everybody's so uncomfortable that she's saying yes to her. And she's like, the snow was bad in Alberta. The roads were sketchy. But then I got here to Kelowna. I had my session. And she's like, that alone was that what you just said. I survived. I chose yes to me. It was a huge feat. You know, I was able to do this for me. And, you know, it shows. That's how the how starts unfolding. Yeah, all those voices, all those people talking to you and telling and trying to dissuade you from doing what you want to do what you feel you what want. you feel you want to do yeah is more about them yeah why are you living your life for them at the end of the day you live with yourself you're in your own fucking head mm-hmm. you go to bed at night and you think your thoughts you wake up in the morning and what's going to make you happy is making your mom your brother your friends fucking happy is that what makes you happy no, living for other people is not what it's not, not because what you, you will came ne- here because for. you will never ever be happy that way mm-hmm. because they'll never be happy mm-hmm. and you will never be able to do enough to satisfy them. Mm-hmm. So you've got to turn inward. You've got to let go of that other fucking rope. You've got to let them go. And if they are supposed to be in your life, they will come with you. Mm-hmm. If you are important to them as you think you are. They will come with you. And so when we segue to this, which I think is so great, we had this huge um, discussion and we're going to do a whole foundations episode on this called consciousness is not a concept. But what, as I'm listening to you talk and say this, this is a huge part of the energy of this month when people are trying to make a choice is they feel that the way that we live, this state of being, this frequency is truly just a concept. It's an idea an idea that's nice, that's outside of them, that maybe they can quote unquote do some work and maybe their life will start to feel a little bit better. But then if other people are rising and doing things, well, that's just because that's them. I can't do it. They think it's a concept. And that's a big thing about that yeah. middle spot. And I well, think I'd really like you to break that down. We're waiting for a yep. life altering experience. Yes. We're waiting to go to the doctors to find out, hey, we've been diagnosed with terminal cancer. Before we start living. <laughs> yes. We're waiting for that fucking accident at a red light where we almost die and we finally decide not to take life for granted. That's what we're waiting for. Mm-hmm. But, but why are we waiting for those external moments? Mm-hmm. Like you can choose to just wake up one day and be like, you know what? I'm fucking done. I don't well, be- need to ha- be in an accident to start loving my life. Because people are learning from pain. They can't They well, can't seem to yes, get people, themselves out of the pain. People are learning from pain, but you don't have to exactly. have that much pain. And it's the, just a choice. And the other thing that people are really doing right now is like when you're going to that whole external experience, it's also coming with this work. They want to have this like, 
you know, the, the, the external world, the 4D glam has really built up, you know, um, consciousness to be some like amazing, wow moment. And I know we talk about that all the time. Is oh, like, yes, the psychedelics. And yes. the, oh my, I had such a massive vision and just yes. like a feeling of yes. like love and I don't even know what. We don't even know connect, the language. Connect, connectedness yeah. because yeah. we're in we're in a circle and we're having ceremony with everyone else. Like yes. just such a profound feeling. But what's changing in your life? But what's changing? Yeah. And if we go back to like the terminal cancer diagnosis, because that only works as long as there's an end date, you only live like you're dying. If there's an end date, Mm -hmm. if you get over that cancer diagnosis and you start going back to regular life and you're cancer free, you go back to doing kind of the same old thing, Mm -hmm. maybe with a little newfound appreciation for some things, but the shiny wears off Mm -hmm. and you go back to doing the old because it wasn't enough to change you. Well, exactly. It's, it's what we always say when people die, people are standing at a fucking funeral over and over again. And they're like, Oh my God, this rocked me. I'm really going to love more. We're going to, you know, take our time to hug people. We're going to do all these things, da, 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 da. And then nothing ever fucking changes. The lip service. Exactly. So that's exactly it, Scott, the lip service. And that's what's happening right now this month and into December is people are being pushed to like realize where they talk the talk, they say all the words, but you don't fucking embody it. So when people look at our work, that's the that's the clarity right there. The living proof is, is this is the embodiment. This is the state of being. It's not a concept. The people that are stuck on the concept and stuck on it being externally are the ones that have a shit. Their life is a mess. It's shitty. They, you know, it's, it goes back to the whole thing. It's like growing up Catholic. It was like Catholics, they, they would go and out in the world and say they're so giving and all this, but then behind the scenes, they're the biggest gossipers and the biggest whatever, you know? And that's exactly what's happening right now. That's the energy of being in the middle where you are sitting there lying to yourself about what you think you're doing and what you think, 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 think you're creating, from something outside of you. I cannot tell you the amount of DMs I've gotten in the last two weeks with people who, you know, are, are messaging me about the magazine or about, you know, artwork or about something. And they're like, oh, like I, you know, someday when X, Y, and Z aligns, I can't wait to go and do work with you, or I can't wait to do this, or I'm saving money for this so that I can do this. That's a fucking excuse. It's a fucking excuse. It's like it's like people in it's, 3D that are saying, um, you know, when all the stars align, I'm going to have the kids. It's lip service. Exactly. Lip service. Because and, on our side at Coco Collective, we will work with anybody who is serious and who wants to do it. So if you're ruminating about money, if you're ruminating about fear, ooh, 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 the Coco's going to judge me, da, 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 all that stuff. That is like Scott said, lip service. You're never going to be fucking ready from externally thinking. You're ready now. That's why you're listening to this fucking podcast. Because something is pulling you in so hard. Being like, my life is fucking hard. And so here's the thing. Me and Scott have been talking about this immensely is moving into light living, which is right fucking now, and into 2022, it is so radical. I, I just can't even explain it. I'm so excited to have a whole episode and explain that. Is you cannot do this alone anymore. You need the support. 
absolutely 1000% you need the support. And I mean, that is coming with this choice. And that is why this energy feels like a fucking tornado around people right now, where they're feeling the emotions, they're feeling tired, they're feeling just anxious. Because it's that impending storm, like I was saying to you on the Saskatchewan hot summer nights where the storm is in the, you know, over in the prairie skies and we're like, oh, tonight it's going to be a big ripper, you know, that's what's happening for all of you right now. You're really being shown where the storm sits within you, period. And that's why it's just rocking. Like it's just, it's intense because you're being presented with the clarity of the choice. Yeah. And like, let's just be like specific and direct because I always like specific and direct. You are worth more than the lip service paid to you. Yeah. That's what you have to tell yourself. How many times are you just going to be okay with being told, you know, that they love you or you're worth it. Mm-hmm. How many times is your your job going to be like, we really appreciate you, but that's about as far as it gets. Mm-hmm. You're worth more when are you than believe just that? The, the, the vocal effects bouncing around the fucking room or the atmosphere. Yes. When are you going to start being like, you know what? I am worth more. And you've told me if you appreciate me, where is the action taken? Yes. Because you need to start appreciating yourself Mm -hmm. which is why you're worth more than the lip service that you're being offered by everyone else and you're being offering to yourself Mm -hmm. you're worth it Mm -hmm. make the choices and here's the energy is really super intense sorry to cut you off no it's okay and we do talk about doing this all together we are better together there is strength and community Mm mm-hmm the old way, it was like the lone wolf mentality. Do it on our own. We're going to have to struggle. We're going to have to fight because no one's willing to help. Yeah. But that's a lie we've told ourselves to keep ourselves in fear. We're looking for problems. We're looking for ways to make ourselves fucking fail. So we can't be successful. Mm-hmm. Because if we do it all on our own, then we can claim all of this success. You are still doing it on your own, even with us. You're just having the support. So that way, when you do have those moments of, we'll say, weakness or doubt or uncertainty, you have someone who can talk to you and get you through that. We can help you understand that sometimes there's more going on than just like that egoic voice in your head, which is just telling you lies because it wants you to be afraid. It wants you to be scared. Because if you rise and you become as powerful as you want to be, then you will be unstoppable. Yeah, and to really give you the language that you can't put to yourself. And, I mean, they're telling me right now to kind of bring up you, Scott, if you're okay with that a little bit. And, I mean, Scott... Scott has had quite a journey and I feel like we need to use him as an example because his last week is kind of a a really good teaching tool for everybody else. So exactly what he's saying. So Scott, for the lack of better words, has what I call episodes. So he's been having them um, really strongly this year. Honestly, I can't really give you the linear times when they come on, but when they come on, he literally becomes a whole different person. Um, and we haven't been able to figure it out until this 
weekend. Okay. So last week he was in a strong, strong episode and literally from his perspective, he just thinks he's not talking to people, but he literally is a whole different person. And those of us that are around him are like, what the fuck is even going on? Like, how could he sit on a podcast and talk to everybody if this is who he is in an episode? Like, it's just shocking. So last week, for me being his partner, I really made the decision like I can't keep living this way if he is not going to make a decision to um, acknowledge what is going on in his life. And we had that whole catalytic moment. Um, last Wednesday for me, I made the choice. I was like, literally, I'm going to leave him if he doesn't fucking, you know, get his quote unquote shit together and make a choice. So really what we're talking to you about Scott specifically is living it and he has made a choice, you know, and I made that choice. And then all of a sudden, as my world works, I got tons of information on Saturday night to wake up Sunday morning and deliver it to him. And long story short, Scott has dissociative um, disorder, uh, multiple personality disorder in 3D. I, I can't remember the exact label, but lack of better words, he has a trauma beast tree in him that overtakes him from the lineage of all the trauma within his family. So when Scott gets into an episode, he is taking on the lineage of everyone else, actually not him. So he starts taking on the actions of the trauma. So I know this is complex and it's multifaceted, but what I want to share this and why they're pushing me to share this is when Scott is talking about, you know, you need the support to understand the language This is not just about ascension anymore. It's about dismantling the human illnesses, the human mental disorders, the human, all the sicknesses in our bodies to ascend into the light being that you are with pure freedom. So I've said this over and over to all of you guys. We are all here to help eradicate disease. So Scott being able to bring on grid this beast that quote unquote is is part of his, his layers is catalytic because how many people don't have the language for what is happening to them because it's actually not even their shit. And so they're really trying to pull this together to see when we're asking you to make a choice, it's realizing that the pain that you're going through, the thoughts that you have, the, you know, the emotions, the fears, all this stuff that you're dealing with, There is a solution and there is a root and there is a reason and there is people that can help you heal that from the very root and the inside out and give you the language. And I feel like I really want to hand it over to Scott because he is able to now see things with clarity from making a choice that like he too doesn't want to live this way anymore. And that came with, you know, that catalytic week last week, you know, in this choice month being like, wow, okay. I don't fully understand how I am when I'm in, but we got to the point to realize it doesn't matter because he knows the battle that he's having within with this. And that's the same thing we want to share with people. You all have some sort of battle inside of you that in 3D has a term. And there's people that can help you heal that and change your life and then move into your light living in ways that you can't even imagine. Do you understand what they're bringing this all to the forefront, Scott? Yeah, essentially, I think what we're trying to tell you guys is there is language, there is imagery outside of the 3D that can help you understand you. Yeah, and for you. And what you're going through. And explain it for you because people love 
to know they're not crazy and alone. Like giving you that imagery and helping you is starting. It's new. We don't have a lot of it for you because it's a complex, it's a complex reversal. But I know that you were like, I haven't had this language before. This is helping me. I just sent a before and after picture to Alexia this morning of Scott's stomach on Sunday and Scott's stomach yesterday, and it's like half the size. So just knowing how it felt to kind of suffer, I would say, last week to now being seen for your struggles. Well, I would like to say, I mean, I was thinking about this the other day because we had brought up like mentoring and stuff like that. I'm actually 100% okay going through all of this stuff and voicing it to you guys. Yeah. Because you guys are going through the same things too. And it's very, I find, I would find it very comforting to find out that there's other people going through this stuff, feeling kind of like maybe not exactly what I'm feeling, but similar things and sharing it as it's kind of happening. So I'm perfectly okay with all of that. So, I mean, to try to get into it, I needed a week. I sat for about a week in a chair with headphones on, listening to, I don't know, like the same, like 12 songs. I had a playlist just on repeat, Mm -hmm. 12 to 14 hours a day, Mm -hmm. because it's not like I was sleeping. (laughs) Yeah. And the reason why I needed to do that is because the outside noise, like we're not just talking like just the girls talking, conversation, you know, we're talking like the dog barking, the birds tweeting, all that static that existed, that exists around me was too much. It was overcoming. Yeah. So I needed to sit with headphones on. And it's not that I even heard the noise, the, the music coming through the headphones. It just drowned everything else out so I could literally just be alone to try and come up with some sort of language. Mm-hmm. So when everything kind of came to a fruition and we had a session with the girls and I allowed... And I had to make that choice to allow that to happen. You did, because you is were the, fighting. Which is yeah. the important thing here. Yeah. Is even though I didn't necessarily, my ego didn't want it. Yeah. It wanted to keep sitting within that pain mm-hmm. and that discomfort. And that's kind of where I felt like safe, even though I was miserable and depressed and sad. Mm-hmm. I chose to have that session. And coming out of that session, when we learned all that stuff, it's where I learned about even this language that I'm telling you guys right now Mm -hmm. that I needed that quiet space to just drown everything out so I could find what that voice inside my head really was and what it was telling me and have an argument with it Mm -hmm. and remind myself because like with all the trauma and stuff that I've I've experienced and a lot of the things in my life I've never really felt loved Mm -hmm. so the story inside my head is no one loves me no one cares about me So I sat there essentially for a week and I was telling the girls this with headphones on, talking to myself, having that argument where it's like, see, you're not loved. No, you are loved. Like, Give me an example of where you're not feeling loved. Mm -hmm. And that voice would just try and argue with me 12, 14 hours a day. And that's what I needed to do at that time. Mm -hmm. To make the choice. To make the choice. You were definitely in the middle. And then it was... And I was starting to kind of come out of it towards the end of it when the girls kind of caught me. Mm -hmm. But I needed the help to get fully out of it. Yeah. I was like 10% out of it when the girls approached me because I was starting to feel just a little bit better. Mm -hmm. But I needed the assistance. I Mm -hmm. needed the help to get over the last few hurdles. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't have done that by by myself. Mm -hmm. 
So that's why we mean like we're better together. Yeah. Like I sat there for a week. I mean, the girls are, the girls are busy. You know, I usually try not to make myself, you know, much of a hassle because I feel like my job is to be like the caretaker. Their lives, I should make their lives easier so that way they can make everyone else's lives better. Yes. So that's also the story I tell myself. So I have, you know, don't bug them, don't bug them. Mm -hmm. So really like bug them so that way I can, because when I'm down and I am depressed and I am in those moods, it affects the whole entire house either way. Even if I'm just sitting in a chair in a corner with headphones on. Yes. The energy and the the intensity Mm -hmm. that I give off, not talking to anyone affects so many more people. Yes, because it becomes that that secondary personality that's coping from the trauma. And if you guys have been to like a Nights with Coco party or whatever, like you guys know like... Scott when, likes to talk. <laughs> when, I, when I'm in those... Um, when I'm in my more purpose in my being, yes. like the whole entire room lights up. Yes. So it's very much that polar polar pull. Yes. And you have to keep choosing. Mm-hmm. You have to learn to ask for help. We don't have to be in this. Yeah. Alone. And, uh, and thanks for sharing Scott. I think it's so important. And I hope so many people take his words and see a portion of themselves um, in him, because here's the thing, like, even though you might not have that, that what we'll call in 3d, a personality disorder um, from trauma, or you don't have bipolar, or, you know, you're not going through tumors or cancer, you have something. You know, whether it be fear, whether it be anxiety, whether it be, you know, postpartum, which we just got to the root of this week, whether it be any of that stuff, you still have stuff. Okay. And that's what's amazing because every single person in this solar system, you know, in this ascension in new earth plays a role with their stuff. Because you bring on that technology, you bring on that example, you know, what your purpose you have inside of you is beyond what anybody could imagine from a concept and from thinking. So Scott sharing this is very important. You know, they're just pushing my back like crazy to share it um, because it's not just about ascension anymore. And that needs to really hit home to you guys is yes, there's the ascension of you becoming this amazing light being and, you know, living from your light. But how the fuck do you think you do that when you are so wound up in the human stuff? You have your lineage that was passed on. All of you listening would be a lineage holder. You are that person in the family that breaks the lineage. So you might have the traumas, you might have the PTSD, you might have the quote unquote mental illness. There's a lot of human shit you got to clean out and release and being given the language and the support for to then move into the bliss of living as a light. And that's, that's key. Yeah. Like it's not even, it's literally not about ascension. It's about happiness. Exactly. But your own, but your own personal bliss and just being okay with who you are and what you want to do. Like no one, like if all you want, like just imagine what it'd be like if you just released all of that shit Mm -hmm. that you've carried around in your backpack. Well, Scott, the the weight, the weightlessness that you would feel. Scott, tell us, how would you feel? How are you going to feel when the beast inside of you is gone? You don't even know, do you? I I don't even know. And that's, I mean, it's, it's kind of scary because I don't know, but it doesn't work anymore. Yeah being the way like being miserable and depressed this doesn't work anymore and coping and coping Mm -hmm. you know and that's what my year has really been i mean Mm -hmm. i mean 
God, I got so many fucking projects on the go here that I need to do that I need to actually sit down and start pumping out. But yeah, but you've been coping. You've been going through your layers. But I've been, we've been coping yeah. going through the layers. But it's like, yeah, it's what. Who are you without this? Who are you without the pain? Yeah. You and, don't know, but why? But like, get out of it. Well, because who you are without the pain is so much better and so much more amazing than who you are with the pain. Yeah, you're free. And here's the thing: if if you if you're never gonna ascend into you know your actual purpose and have the holographic technology inside of you birth out, I know me and Scott personally just want you to feel the bliss, you know, to really just feel the bliss, to allow yourself to even get to that space where you can feel the bliss. Like last night, it makes me even emotional. Start talking about it. Um, I had somebody, a session with somebody and they told me that today is their one year that they start at work with me. And <clears throat> last night they, they opened up the session with her and she was lying in a coffin and she was at her own funeral and her own death of the human. And she started rambling off, you know, 10 things that don't exist in her anymore. You know, her blood pressure medication she was on, you know, her antidepressants, her anti-anxieties, fibromyalgia, however you say the word, sorry, you know, all the things. <clears throat> because she said one year ago, yes to herself and didn't even know what that really even truly meant, other than the fact that she couldn't live in that pain anymore. And we were both crying because she's like, I couldn't even have imagined who I've become today. And she's like, I can't even conceptualize, none of us can, when you get to the death of that human, to where you're fucking going. Because it is so blissful, it's so unreal, and you can see the starkness between old earth and new. And so the segue for that is, you know, the next thing that is happening for people is if you're not getting hit fully with all of that energy in the head, you're definitely getting hit with your light living and you're, you can't stay in your body. <laughs> you're feeling spacey. You're feeling really tired. So I feel like we need to kind of talk about the food scenario, Scott, because so many people um, are shook by it. Because it's the total opposite of the old. It's the total opposite of like the 4D spin with, you know, all the health foods and all that stuff. And it's, it's coming from eating from feeling. So one of the big things, somebody had asked me once um, in the last few weeks, they said, okay, well, you know, I don't eat, say, chicken nuggets. I haven't eaten any of that stuff because it made me feel shitty in my life. So I cleared it out of my life. So now the other day I went and ate them and I still felt shitty. And I said, yeah, but you're like 98% human. So the food is still going to affect you when you're human. So what we need to tell you is there's food items that you can use as a light when you're living as a light to help you get back into body. Okay. Scott, how about we tell the people how life is around here from feeling? <laughs> well, I mean, before we even like, we, you can tell them about life with feeling. Yes. Be honest about yourself if you're living from light. Yes. Let's, because if exactly. You're, let's, because if you're, how do you know if you're living from light? Because if you're trying to eat the food to bring yourself back into body and you're, human. and it's affecting you and you're human. Yes. You're going to, that's going to be your ego's going to jump in that and be like, see, this is all bullshit. Yes. But like really be honest because you're living as a human and not as a light being. Yes. Because if you're living from a light being. This thing is magic. This it, It's magic. <laughs> yeah. What do we eat around here? <laughs> Fucking. Cookies. M&M's. M&Ms <laughs> uh, uh, Sprite. Coke. Um, McDonald's on the really, 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 really intense days. Um, everything is from feeling. You know, donuts. Um, it's crazy. 
And let me just preface this. Like Scott and I didn't have any of that food in our life previously when we were human. Okay. When we were fully human, that was an immediate no. Like I think we went years without chips. We literally went years with, oh yeah, we have chips in the house. Yeah. And chips. We, and that was because if we had it in the house, we ate it. And yeah. then we felt like crap. Yeah. And we because spun we were, about it we in our all, bodies. Our we were wounds. all on this diet, nutrition, yes. journey and exercise. And our bodies couldn't handle it. Our wounds couldn't handle it. So, well, it was deemed bad by society. And it was, yeah, ego. It was ego control. So when you move to light, you begin to surrender and you eat from feeling and you eat the things that will optimize your light. So really, you could fucking eat M&Ms all day long if you need it to someday and you will take the nutrition that you need as a light being. That's key. That goes back to Scott saying as a light being, not a human, and it changes the game for you. The amount of people that are now carbonation drinks are changing the game for people, putting them back into the body you know, um, McDonald's for some fucking crazy reason helps so much instantly. Yesterday I had a really intense day trying to keep myself in body in sessions. And I, I had a bath the middle of the day in between sessions and I drank three Cokes straight up and felt unbelievable and so full of energy because it helped my light come back into my body. Now this is going to trigger the fuck out of a lot of people, because we're so programmed from ego to eat and live a certain way in human. That works amazingly for human, okay? It serves us all well. Having our fucking, you know, nutrition plans and our nutrition and all that, it serves well. Until you start embodying your light, this won't make a lick of fucking sense. Well, we were out yesterday and we were talking to, well, I was talking to Seven and he was here. He's like, I'm tired. I was like, all I had was like toast and what, all he had was toast by the time we got to supper. And then it was like, well, did you, were you hungry? You could like, could you have even eaten more? He's like, no, like I was good. I'm just tired. Yeah. You listen to yourself. Yes. If you don't want to eat, don't eat. Yes. And don't, and don't bind yourself to the breakfast at this time, lunch at this time, supper at this time, because you're going to go days so like one day might be like, holy shit. Yeah. I just had toast. Then the next day it's like, you can't get enough. You could order sushi and have chicken and have, you know, all these things. And you're like, I just ate the freaking house, but it comes from feeling really notice the feeling versus the thinking, because if you're in light living, you're feeling it. Okay. How we would explain it is it's like, it's literally like a magnetic pole. Wouldn't, wouldn't you say that that's how we define it? Uh, like yeah. we're not sitting in the kitchen, you know, when you're human and you're like, mm, you know, I'm really craving M&Ms and you're thinking about it. This is a whole different thing. It's like a magnetic pull that comes to your like saliva glands and like pulls you in. Well, if you're right? thinking M&Ms, eat the M&Ms, but what you're going to be like, well, I can't just have M&Ms for supper. Yeah. That's how you know you're inhuman. Period. Yeah. That's how you know you're in human. Because as a light, you will eat the M&Ms and you won't even think about it. Because it literally optimizes you in ways that are just astronomical. There is a whole category of foods and everything that helps light living that is just rocking people's worlds right now because it helps us so much. Okay? So that is another key thing that we need to put this information out there. But it's really, really key. Again, I have to bookend it with if you're living as a human, it's going gonna, it's gonna to fuck up your body. You're going to still feel the same way and same shitty that you did in human. If you're living as a light, you're going to be like all of us say, holy shit, I feel unreal. Yesterday, I must have said it four times over those pops because I was 
crashing so hard trying to stay in my body the fight and then I'm like I gotta get off the Sprite and go to something a little bit more stark and they told me to go to a coke and that just changed the game changed the game so really um take this information in and it will it will really help all of you and this is also where the mentoring with me comes in because I can give you specific things and help you in the whole thing but in the meantime for those of you who might not be doing that with us um Here's some tips for you for that. So to kind of round this all up, Scott, I kind of just want to go back fully before we end this because we're going to do a whole podcast on it. But that whole concept of consciousness is a concept, okay, is really to help wrap everything that we've set up to all of you guys is to why this choice is hard for you. Really, this is why you're struggling in the middle this month right now is because you still believe that consciousness is a concept outside of you versus a reality that comes out of you. So I, I like how you break stuff down. Is there anything that you're getting to break that down? Because when you're saying that people are split in the middle, it's because they truly don't believe that there is a consciousness inside of them and a state of being that is beyond what they can see externally. Because if you're fighting with yourself right now, you're fighting because you see it, you touch it, it's cause and effect for you, period. You cannot get past the external. You cannot get past the fact that there is something inside of you that is not a concept outside of you. Does that make sense? It does, yeah. And so I just kind of want to break that down so that you guys can really understand how the fuck do these people get out of the fact that it's not a concept, it's something inside of them? Um, I was What had kind of popped in my head is you order a, a shirt. Yeah. Or let's say, yeah, you order a shirt and you're waiting for it to come. So you know the shirt's coming. Yeah. So in this in this analogy, the shirt is obviously, you know, consciousness. It's obviously awareness. It's that 5D living. So you've ordered it. You've committed. You made the purchase and, and you've ordered the shirt and it's coming. But you're going to wait until the shirt arrives. To what? Make a choice? Like how well, we're sitting well, here in dead silence. He's well, looking at me. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> to wear it. Yeah. You're, you're waiting for the shirt to arrive to wear. Yeah, that's great. So while you're waiting for the shirt to arrive to wear, what are you wearing? Yeah. What's on your body? Yeah. You've got like you've got clothes in, in, in your in your closet that you can put on. Yeah. So why are you waiting for one shirt to embody it? Because what? It says consciousness on it? Yeah. That's what you're waiting for? Yeah. But like, Boom, Scott, that hits. But like you can only wear, I mean, you only wear that shirt maybe one day out of the week. Yeah. You know, once it does arrive. Yeah. You're, so, wa- so- you're, you're, wa- you're waiting. I love that so much. You just hit the mark with that. Ask yourself, what are you waiting for to happen outside of you to define what's roaring inside of you? Your, your clothes, the clothes, the clothes don't make the man. no. You know, so I mean, like you're you're make, waiting make the for something. Yeah, you're waiting for something. You're waiting for something big to happen externally. And you know, if you're fighting with yourself in the middle, there is people that can help you make that choice and make that jump. But you've got to want it. You've got to want it. And it's okay if you just want the human life, but you gotta fucking choose. You got to. So this is this is just wow. Well, give yourself relief. Yeah. And make a choice. Yes. Quit having that fight. 
Well, and here's the thing that we had heard um, last week, and I really love it, is when you choose something, you get clarity, okay? And clarity is a celebration, not a separation. So no matter what the choice is, you're gaining clarity, okay? So if you use me and Scott as an example, when I made that choice last Wednesday that I said, I'm done, I'm leaving him, I can't fucking live like this anymore. That provided me with a celebration, which led on Saturday night to the clarity of the episodes that Scott's been having all year. Take that in, you guys. The clarity came because I made the choice. Finally, to say, I can't do this anymore. And this is a quote unquote issue instead of, you know, denying the fact that, you know, this was really going on. It was never that I was not, I wasn't denying it, but I was, I got to the point where I was like, I'm not living within it if we don't have a solution anymore. Well, right. That well, is, exactly. it was a celebration. It's it's like all the people that have moved to Kelowna. They've, yeah. they've invented so many obstacles in their way. Yes. And then once they actually make the choice, mm-hmm. it's like, it's a wow. celebration. It's wow. That was fucking easy. Yes. In my head, this was going to be so much harder mm-hmm. than what it needed mm-hmm. to be. And I just walked somebody through that the other day. Good point, Scott, is she's trying to move here. And I, I, you know, mentored her and I said all these things. And then she goes, okay, well, I'm making a choice to realize that I'm keeping myself in a fucking cage. I'm creating all these obstacles of why I can't leave Regina. And I'm going to stop with the time, you know, the time clock in my head that says I need to be there by a certain time and just accept that I'm going to go there. But also that I don't have this cage that's trying to keep me there. Right. And that created that relief in her body to then celebrate the fact that she's probably going to get here a lot fucking sooner now than she even realizes. Right. And that's just it. You know, we have a few people that literally I have been pushing and it's like, you need to make a choice. And honestly, their choice right now is human. They're like, okay, well, I want to go sit in my shit or I can't quit my job. Well, is that not a celebration? They've made a choice. Period. We honor that either way. You're just not ready right now. So give yourself the relief. Stop trying to fake it and tell yourself that you're somewhere that you're not or you want to be because you just can't do it right now. Fully immerse yourself in the experience of your choice. I love that. If you choose to be human. Be it. Be it. There's a beautiful game out there for you to enjoy. And if you choose to be light, be it. There's a beautiful fucking world to live in if you choose to be light but trying to live in both is causing you hardship well and i think our daughter is a prime example that they're telling me to use you know we've talked about her a lot on the podcast because this year we had the whole journey with her and and you know bringing on plant and the whole thing and you know there was a lot of choice points for her this year millions to be honest and it finally came down to you know in october she chose the game and she is so deep in the game now And, you know, has all the game things and all the stuff is happening to her, um, you know, from her perspective and the whole thing. And me and Scott are witnessing it and we're like, well, she chose the game. So so she's living in the game exactly as a human as she wanted. She needed the experience. Exactly. In order to kind of like come out the other side and have... If she ever, exactly. If she comes back around, she, you know, she'll be ready, but she's fully engulfed in the game, having the pain of the game. And that's her experience. And me and Scott have, have let her go. You know, we've let her go. We don't have that conversation. We don't have that contact with her. We've, we fully have let her go live her life in the game, but is that not a celebration? 
whereas other people who are snoring, parents would say that me and Scott have caused a separation between, you know, her and us. It's a celebration. It's a celebration because we let her go. We let her go live in the game and we've chosen the light. And it's not a polarity. It's not a this versus that. It's the reality of what's happening, people. The new has has arrived. The light, quote unquote, has won. And you're seeing, you know, the birthing pains as it all falls apart now, literally. And it is not stopping. I have to end this podcast that way. It is not stopping. And you've got to hear these codes. You've got to hear these words. What are you so scared of? Why are you so scared to begin? Why are you so scared to get out of your way? And why don't you even give yourself a chance? All those body pains, everything that's going on in your body, all the illnesses, all the labels, all the sicknesses, the women's with period issues, you know, all the stuff, it's fixable, it's reversible, and we are able to help you do that. So ask yourself, why are you struggling to make a choice? And notice where your ego goes to right away. That is why that tornado is swirling around you and the energy is so intense because you're lying to yourself instead of telling yourself what you already know, but your ego doesn't want to let you do it. You're trying to be a martyr. Exactly. You're on, I mean, let's use, I like the Braveheart analogy where Mel Gibson's on the cross <laughs> and he's being tortured, but you're, you're choosing voluntarily to be there. Mm-hmm. You're not even strapped to the table. No. Nothing's holding you down. Yeah. You're literally choosing yourself to, to feel this pain because you think it makes you a martyr. Mm-hmm. And you're addicted to it. Let's be honest. You're addicted to it. You're addicted to the so pain. You, you can get off the table. You can stop the torture yep. at any time. And make a choice. And honestly, I can tell you, if even two of you listening to this podcast today make a choice and start really, you know, doing the work, whether it be with us or anybody that resonates, you will come back in a full six months, a linear year and say, I fucking am so grateful that I listened to that version of myself that told me to jump, to listen, to begin, to do this when I didn't even know what this was. But when you listen to the call, when you make the choice, the celebration and the relief and the bliss starts to come. So take this all in, feel it. We're in this huge, huge, huge time, you guys. And it is just, it is just profound. And we have a whole bunch of content coming out for you guys. We're starting, um, what's it called? Nightlight, which is going to be, um, a secondary podcast that allows you guys to have sleep stories, meditations, activations, and all of that stuff and Scott's music and stuff in the background. So we're working on that whole new stuff for you guys as we've heard it. You guys would love to have stuff to help you sleep, help you do your work, do all that. So we're really excited in the next few weeks to launch Nightlight for you. So again, magazine, Nightlight, sessions, anything you need, we're here to support you on your ascension and the unwinding of the human.